when you limit your beliefs, you limit your potential. You limit your potential, you limit opportunities. You limit opportunities, you limit your growth. Hey everyone, welcome to I Improve, and this is your host Priyank. I'm a life coach, motivator, and experience enthusiast who is currently on a mission to help each and every one of you achieve full potential in mastering your life and taking it to the next level. This is the place where I'll be sharing my insight, knowledge, and experience, as well as bringing you amazing guests. Where we'll discuss topics on self-improvement, mental health, physical health, relationship, work, and career. If you're ready to take control of your life, brace yourself for this amazing journey of self-improvement, and keep listening. Now let's get this started. Okay. Good morning. Good afternoon. Evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode. I'm Prabhu with yours truly, Priyank. I'm very excited about today's episode. The reason, cause this is probably been the most requested topic that I've had so far. I've had people Instagramming me, have people Facebooking me, have people emailing me to talk about thoughts, how to overcome negative thoughts, how to get rid of these limiting beliefs. So in today's episode, we're talking about how to eliminate self-limiting beliefs. We're going to talk about what are they, how are they formed. And of course, how to get rid of them. But I'm not doing it all by myself. I am doing it with a very good friend of mine who I've just recently connected with on Instagram. And she is a certified coach, but she's also done her masters in business psychology. She helps men and women in their thirties empower themselves and live a better life. All the way from Germany, we have Melena. Melena, welcome to the show. Yes, thanks for having me. Superb. So we've been talking for a while, and、uh, we connected on Instagram, and、uh, really loved what you were doing from the start, and、uh, had a look at this quarter life crisis that you, you've been tackling and trying to get people to、uh, resolve it, and I found it very interesting. And what I really loved about you,、uh, being an involvement coach,、uh, you're helping people within the age of thirties, but then you're also making these really cool videos on Instagram as reels to give examples to people. Or、what it looks like. So, before I talk too much about yourself, I want you to do the same thing. So, tell us a bit about yourself. Yes, sure. And first of all, thank you. <laughs>、um, yes, I'm、uh, born, raised, and currently living in Germany. I'm in my thirties, and I've studied business psychology. And afterwards, I worked in the human resource departments of several companies for around about ten years, I guess. Yes, and、um, now I finally became a coach and、uh, do what I love, and this is、um, yeah, helping people to evolve and to solve、um, their struggles and problems、um, around the thirties. That's super. And、uh, what inspired you to become a coach at this time? Did you feel like there was a gap in the market that you had to solve, or did you feel like it's something that was your calling? Um, I think this already starts when when I was at university because there I learned about coaching and I really loved it to help others and. Um, I'm in general. I'm interested in psychology and personal development, and yeah, how the mind works and how humans work. And、um, yeah, after I studied, I did a training、um, 
to become certified or certified coach here in Germany. And I was in my early 20s. And I really loved this and really wanted to become a coach. Um, but I think at this time I was not that ready. And um, yeah, uh, I discovered now that back in the days uh, I had some limiting beliefs around this, this, that I might be too young to be a coach. And um, yeah, so I started another career in the human resource departments and um, yeah, when I worked with the employees, I always loved to see them developing and uncovering their potential and getting better. And yeah, this is my dream. I love it. <laughs> Super, because I think that's what a lot of coaches start from, like including myself being self-improvement coach. I always uh, say to people that uh, the problem that we're looking to solve as coach, it's something that we have had or we are going through and we've managed to overcome it so we just want to share with the people around the world the same thing and i think it's such a giving and such an amazing amazing job and i do love it and there's not a single day that i'm not working towards you know improving myself or improving the people that i'm connected with yeah and right. it's so natural and so innate and i absolutely in love with it um so you mentioned about uh, self-limiting beliefs of yourself and uh, yeah what we're talking about today is self-limiting beliefs and uh, how do people overcome it? So um, tell us a bit about that. So what was your self-limiting belief or beliefs and uh, how did you overcome that? Um, so back in the days uh, when I did this training to um, become a certified uh, coach, um, I was in my early 20s, as I mentioned, and there were so many people who told me that I'm really talented and I should do this. I should become a coach and work with people. And then there were a few, only a few people who told me things like, yes, well, but you're only in your early 20s. Who would like to be coached by you? Um, what, do, what can you teach them? And um, yeah, those negative things. And um yeah, I started doubting myself and believed this. I believed those things others told me about myself. And um, yeah, back in the days, I didn't know that these are limiting beliefs and that I'm now believing this. And this became part of my identity, kind of. Um, so now I would say uh, the time healed this. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, I think there, yeah, now I know that there are other ways uh, you can overcome this. Yeah, I think it's, uh, we all have a fair share of self-limiting beliefs and uh, much as I like to say that uh, I wish that didn't exist, but they do from time to time and throughout the life. And uh, the beautiful thing about it is that there is ways that you can overcome them and the techniques and tips and the tricks we're going to share in this episode and we'll discuss them, I think they will be truly, truly amazing and they'll be mind-shifting, as I say, because uh, having experience in NLP that uh, we were talked before the call and you mentioned that NLP is super powerful and yes, it's one, it of the, one of the best ways to overcome self-limiting belief. We'll talk about that in a second. So let's talk about the reason. Why do people have self-limiting beliefs? I'm, I'm sure there are very obvious answers to this, but I wonder what's the psychology behind the self-limiting belief that people have? Yeah, 
Well, let me explain it like this. Um, we all are born as perfect humans, right? So we are worthy, we are beautiful, we are good enough. This is how we are born. And then our environment and society and all those stuff, comparison, influence us. And yeah, we, when this lasts for a longer period of time, um, we start to believe this. We start to believe that we are not good enough or we are not worthy or we are not worthy of success or love or stuff like this. And it becomes part of, my, of our own identity. So we believe that we are not good enough, for example. And um, when we reach a point where we want to evolve or reach a goal, for example, this belief yeah, shows up. Um, because we are always acting accordingly to this belief. And um, yeah, then it becomes a limiting belief because this is standing in our own way. It's holding us back from achieving more. Mm. So, I mean, we all face it, isn't it? What I really love what you said is uh, we are all born as perfect human beings, which I truly believe that because um, when a person's born, you know, they and they've brought into the world, which they can achieve like a countless amount of, uh, you know, dreams and success and uh, wealth and love. And uh, as you grow older, you get put in a society with a certain mindset. Your household has a certain mindset or certain beliefs. And then you get into college. Uh, there's a certain sort of agenda or some sort of, you know, belief that's put in that place. So we're always surrounded by this belief system, which uh, sometimes works the best for us, but then also kind of dictates our life. And uh, you lose a sense of your identity. And then when you start being around people that force their agenda on you and they say, you need to dress in a certain way, you need to behave in a certain way, you need to act in a certain way, you need to, you know, be around certain people. So all of those kind of adds to our beliefs, which then limits us to living a true purpose in life, right? Yeah. Am, am I right in assuming that? Yes, yes, mm. that's it. And uh, we talked about, like I said, NLP, and you said that it's super powerful. So I want to talk about that really quickly. So what is NLP in very simple words? <laughs> okay, um, NLP means neuro-linguistic programming. And um, this is an, yeah, a psychological or coaching approach, um, which mainly works with the, yeah, program of your mind and uh, the reprogramming of it of course and um, yeah this mainly works through language so this is the linguistic part and um, yeah telling the right questions um, for example is a big part and yeah this is a short <laughs> explanation about it yeah no it's it's you've kept it very simple which is what i love because there is tons of things about it because you know, yeah. um, when I when I started reading about it, because uh, having done, uh, you know, going through coaching training, there is NLP that comes up part of it. They go hand in hand in coaching practices. And uh, you mentioned it's broken down into the word neuro-linguistic programming. So neuro being related to the mind and uh, I guess the internal internal scenery of yourself. Uh, linguistic would be uh, you you how you say things to yourself 
in a way, or how, what word to use to describe a life or circumstances or situations. And I guess the programming part would be the behavioral part, which is uh, where the filtering takes place, how the brain processes that information and you know puts things together and adds it all up. I've kind of given the technical <laughs> uh, definition, which is uh, you've given the simpler definition, but uh, that way people understand both sides of it. So it's super amazing. And uh, when I've started reading about it, there was countless amount of articles and books and um, videos that's available online. And uh, that's what I want to talk about a bit more. So how does uh, NLP help people in life? And uh, how, how can people use NLP to overcome their self-limiting beliefs? Okay. Um, first of all, how it works. I think I want to speak a bit about this because um, it's really amazing. Um, every second we receive over 2.3 million bits of information through all of our senses and all those informations would be overwhelming to process them consciously mm -hmm. so there therefore you have um, a lot of internal filters such as uh, time location your mood language um, memories decisions you've made, beliefs, values, and identity. And um, your subconscious deletes, distort, or generalize your, all those informations so you can concentrate on a conscious level on what's important for you in the moment. And um, NLP works with your filters. So, for example, one of those filters are beliefs and, of course, limiting beliefs as well. Mm. So, um, if there is a limiting belief, you can reprogram it and um, this will have an effect or effects on your state and um, your behavior, how you act and, of course, on your results. So, this is how it works in general. and. Um, especially for the limiting beliefs, when you want to work with them, there are some powerful and for me, it's always magical how those techniques are working. Um, yeah, some techniques. Um, one of my favorite techniques is uh, time technique, um, which means time integration for maximum empowerment. The, the name itself is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> right? Sounds very technically yeah. advanced <laughs> and um yeah with this technique you get to the root the root cause of this limiting belief or limiting decision so you can ask yourself or you gotta ask by the one who's uh, practicing this um when did you decide that you are for example not good enough and your subconscious always knows the answer. Um, so there might be coming something up like an age. And then you can go right into this situation and, um, yeah, get some learning. So what can you learn from this situation where this limiting decision occurred the first time? And then you can apply this on later uh, events mm -hmm. and um, yeah so your 
subconscious is reprogrammed. You got learnings from what caused this limiting belief and you can kind of reframe it. So it won't hold you back anymore because you've learned something of it. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that uh, in this example, age being one of them, but there's tons of uh, other factors that uh, people withhold that uh, you know adds to the self-limiting uh, world out there. Because uh, there's also people that uh, you know have been through just life and trauma, and then they either have faced rejection, for example. That's one of the big reasons why people have self-limiting beliefs. They've been rejected from an opportunity, or they try to approach clients, or it could be anything. I guess uh, try to approach a girl at a bar or a guy at a bar, and they've got rejected from it, and so they hold that belief that uh, I'm not good enough, I'm not attractive enough. I'm not good looking enough or my skills aren't up to the mark for me to attain this opportunity. So all of those everyday life examples, which it holds people back to live their full potential in life. Talking about just a bit more about NLP, do you have any examples of, you know, people that you worked with that uh, you have applied NLP techniques onto them or you've practiced with them together to, uh, make their life more effective or just overcome any self-limiting beliefs? Yes, yes, I've got uh, something I can share. So um, back in the days, I worked with someone who thought he ha she had uh, limiting beliefs around money. So she wanted to um, start her own business and um, she had a hard time to yeah, ask for money for her service. So she always worked for free and um, it was really difficult for her to, yeah, name a price for her service. And so she thought that this might be a limiting belief around that she's not worthy of this money or um, she's not good enough to get, or get paid for her service. And we found out that this wasn't the real cause. The real cause was um, that she was raised in a family where um, her parents had a straight opinion about people who had a lot of money. And this was that they are only that rich because they're taking advantage of other people. Mm -hmm. And um, this manifested in her mind. So she thought that when she gets money for her service, she would take advantage of others. And this was her limiting belief. And um, yeah, so we worked on this. We did this time technique, as I mentioned, um, to find it out where it occurred the first time. Um, she got some learnings from it. So learnings, some learnings uh, she got was that... Um, this is only the opinion of her parents. That's not her opinion. And um, not everyone who has money or is rich uh, is taking advantage of others. Um, and that when you have money, you can, um, yeah, do good with it. And, yeah, do good things with it. And, um, yeah, so we could, yeah, not erase, but, um, yeah get her above this limiting belief that she don't need to be afraid of uh, taking advantage of people. And after we did this, um, 
she wrote me, I think it was three days later, um, that she uh, said to a client she had um, that she wanted to get paid for it and what her price was. So it Super. worked. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a very good um, that you helped her because I think it's uh, we're talking about if you sidetrack a bit um, in in coaching world generally, and uh, we both can relate. Um, there is always that fear. We feel that how do we charge people for for our services? Um, whether it's a self limiting belief or you feel that uh, you're not uh, you're not understanding the skill to do it. Whatever it is, you may have a belief you want to charge, but you're not able to do it properly i think there's always that issue in charging people the right way and uh, i always say to people that it's uh if you know your worth and uh, you truly believe that you can serve the world in the coaching world of course you should you have to charge people for the money you can't do free coaching for life because then you're not in the coaching business you're more in the charity uh, business the charity business yeah <laughs> not non-profit non-profitable business exactly yeah, and then right you you don't do coaching, then that's called volunteering. And uh, if you don't want to do volunteering, but by all means, I have no uh, issues with people that do that. But you have to get over this fear of charging people for money because what there isn't a price for the results that you give to people. And it took me a while to overcome this fear as well. And then, but then, when that change happens, and it's truly a big change that us coaches bring to people's life, and it lasts for the rest of their life. That yeah. has no price. That's yes. you know priceless. That actual result. So yeah, I tell people, all the coaches that are listening out there, do not be afraid to charge for your services. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. a sidetracked. We sidetracked a bit there, but um, I want to talk about one more thing, uh, which is something blatantly obvious. I want to define the word beliefs. Right, beliefs is not factual information. It's not right. scientific evidence. It is not written in stone it's nothing black and white let's just say that yeah it, it is a belief whether it comes from uh your family whether it comes from society whether it comes from media consumption whether it comes from your friend group of friends it's all related to your environment so yeah. whatever environment you are in and if you feel that that environment is limiting you and it's causing you to generate these self-limiting beliefs you need to shift away from that if it is possible. Yeah. And I always say that to people. That's one of the key things. If you want to progress and if you want to be, become a better person, look at your environment. Because yeah. you would truly find a lot of factors that will actually be holding you back. It could be yeah. your parents you know, bickering and arguing. It could be your friends saying, Haha, mate, you're not going to make it. You know, You don't have the skills, just forget about it. It could be you look at other people and you get influenced by them, people that may be younger than you, and you feel like they're more accomplished, they're more smarter, good-looking, whatever it is. All of those are beliefs that you hold. That's yeah. inside your head. It is not reality. It yeah, is right. absolutely <laughs> all crap. And if you want to see that shift, the exercises that I do with, uh, with, my, um, with my clients, I say this to them see something that's very that's going to move you that's away from your beliefs look at it right it could be something that you're completely against in believing or you don't agree with someone's opinion or you don't agree with those beliefs i want you to observe it and try not to be judgmental so simply look at it and don't form an opinion on it just look at it 
without having this chattering monkey behind your head. Just simply observe it. Don't hold any opinion towards it. That's one of the most powerful exercises I give to people because what it really does is it prevents you from holding a belief and you just see the world as it is. You see things as they are without putting a label on them. And it's it's very, very simple, but it's super effective. And people, if you're listening out there, do give that a try. If you start doing that, that's how you become a bit more open-minded. When you become open-minded, this box of self-limiting beliefs, it opens a bit wider. And then eventually it's not even a box anymore. It's an open space. And when you're living in that open space, you do see countless opportunities lying all around this space. So try to get more open-minded by doing this exercise. Very simple, but very effective. So what are some of the other ways that people can overcome their self-limiting beliefs? And I can I can start if you want me to, and then you to join me afterwards. So one of yeah. the ways that you can overcome self-limiting beliefs, I always say to people that um, think about a previous experience where, you know, you have changed your beliefs before. So it could be like, you know, you want to run a marathon and uh, you've never, you've never practiced to run a marathon. But what you may have done is you've run not a marathon, but you've done a sprint. You may have done 100 meters, 200 meters. If you look at that example, you find a hook, meaning that you can't say that I can't run a marathon because I'm not capable of running it because I've never run before. You find a previous examples where you've, you know, you've pierced through that belief. You may have not completely run a marathon, but you may have run a track. You may have run. You may have run in college. You may have, you know, run in the past life where you may have run with friends it may have not been a competition where you've done something along those lines and use that as a hook to adapt to the the belief that you're holding so when you say you know i've run in the past it may not have been a marathon it may not have been uh in a competition but i have run and i've done well at it i've gotten some results how about if i upgrade my skills how about if i do give it a try how about I start from, you know, running a kilometer? How about I start from running two kilometers and just not worrying about the time, just really starting it and not worrying about how fast I'm running, where I'm headed towards, just starting that. So when you hold onto that hook from the past, you will just adapt to it. And then you would see that there is a momentum that gets built. And when you have the momentum, you would start advancing. The key here is though, not getting overwhelmed by the end goal. So again, if you want to run 10 kilometers, don't think you you would run, you have to run in a certain time or certain, you know, within a certain time space or a uh, certain speed, or you have to do it as soon as possible. Just really think about how you can just make a start. But do look at previous examples where you've done it before and take it from there. If you can't find uh your example find people that are close to you that have done it people that you know similar age or similar background or similar environment because if you start thinking that they come from the same environment i do they come from the same upbringing similar age or similar factors and they have done it what's stopping me from doing it so reviewing that once again find the belief from the past that counters your self-limiting belief if you can't find one find someone that has been within the same environment as you friend family or whoever 
and then try to copy their side of style or mentality and work towards it. But the main thing to remember is not getting overwhelmed by the goal and not trying to achieve it as soon as possible, doing it slowly and surely and building the momentum. So I think that's one of the best ways you can um, overcome a self-limiting belief. And uh, I'm sure you have some other ones, Melina, as well. Yeah, well, this is uh, amazing because um, one of my um, yeah exercises is pretty similar to yours. So um, I always ask uh, when did you decide it was th that you are, wasn't good enough or that you can't accomplish X Y Z? Um, that's the first first thing I do, um, and then um, yeah. Ask yourself, is this serving you? Is this helping you? And if you say, no, it's not serving me, it's not helping me, then you can, um, yeah, look for all the reasons that you are good enough, that you are able to accomplish this or reach your goal or whatever it is that um, your limiting belief is. And um, yeah, then just like you said, list your accomplishments and the things you like about yourself and um, yeah, take a look at this and then you'll see that your limiting belief is not true at all. So you've already accomplished a lot. Um, you are who you are and you are good enough and perfect just as you are. And yeah, this is the start to uh, reprogram your mind. Yeah. And of course, there are some, there's another um, exercise um, I love to do. It's when you detect some limiting beliefs um, while listening to what you're saying to yourself, um, how you talk to yourself. And when you detect a limiting belief, write it down. Um, and then you find the opposite of this. For example, if it is, I'm not good enough. The opposite might be, I'm worthy, I'm good enough. And um, then you can use this opposite belief um, as an affirmation to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, get it into your mind and reprogram your mind and get rid of this limiting belief and yeah, have the new one that's mm -hmm, serving yeah. you. Yeah, that's very, very good, actually. And uh, especially the affirmations part, because uh, when you start saying things that may counter your, you know, existing self-limiting belief, it's kind of like you're stepping yourself into a, a different kind of world. It's saying uh, you're telling your inner voice to shut up and you're trying to find a different voice and trying to latch onto a, a different thought belief in that way. And uh, writing things down, I think it's super, super amazing because uh, yeah. that's, just with anything, it could be a goal that you're trying to achieve, it could be a target you're trying to meet. If you write it down and if you look at it every day, it's really, really cool. And the way to do it is putting in affirmations form. So example being, you want to, I don't know, lose 10 kilos of weight, right? You can't get yourself up to do it. You get a pen and paper, write down. It feels so amazing to... I've lost this weight, or you can write down, I truly believe I can lose this amount of weight. So one is talking about the future. You've already done it. You've already achieved it, which falls into the part of manifesting it. Second right. is you actually 
just simply admitting that uh, you can do it. So either one of the two, and you can do, of course, do one or the other. If you do both, they'll be countering each other. But one or the other really works because you're channeling your thoughts toward that. And you get this euphoria that it feels so good you have done it, or you have this mindset that you can do it. You can put a notepad beside your bed and you can write those down and you can look at it every day. Either yeah. you have achieved it or you are going to achieve it. Both yes. of those is going to help you adapt a new belief. And when you do that, it's truly amazing. Um, something I did for my coaching business when I started a few months ago is I said the same thing. But I, I was more so tapping into the future. I said, it feels so amazing. And this is about my first client, actually. So I said, it feels so good to help XYZ person and help them achieve you know, this goal. I just wrote it down. What that did is it helped me feel that way, how I will feel in the future and help me adopt that, you know, belief. It was, I didn't have a self-limiting belief, but it helped me strong, strengthen my belief that I wanted to get into coaching. And it's super, super powerful. Yeah. And it's, um, it's, it's part of NLP as well. So when you do that, you write this down, like you already have it you are programming your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is always working for you. It loves to serve and um, you're programming it to yeah, act towards your goal and what you want to achieve. So that's super helpful and powerful to write those things down, yeah. And then I also think that uh, writing helps because then it's kind of like you are journaling your thoughts, which is good. It helps to channel thoughts But a step above that would be, and you know, feel free to disagree with me, but I really want to explore this, is just taking the action that's countering your belief in a way. So um, what I mean by that is uh, belief is something that's internal inside your head. That it's a thoughts, it's patterns, it's you know, preconditions and notions about yourself or the world. But if you just started acting opposite to what you believe is or towards what you want to achieve, then it's a whole new story because then you're bringing into reality altogether. Yeah. So um, an example would be, let's say you sit in a meeting and uh, your manager is asking, does anyone have an idea? You, you want to speak up, but then there's this belief of oh, last time I said this, um, my manager was unhappy or people laughed at me or My idea was ignored. It wasn't accepted. And uh, I've had that traumatic experience in the past where you didn't feel welcomed. So you have that belief, right? Why not just straight away raise your hand? So take that action to raise your hand. And whatever you say after that would be an idea that would come. But then at least start from building the momentum by raising your hand. So really just do it rather than thinking about what could happen or what happened in the past. Just simply take that action furiously. And uh, this is something that Mel Robbins talks about a lot. Um, she's a really amazing author. She talks about the five-second rule where she goes, if you want to beat your self-limiting beliefs, simply take the action on a count on a five. So five, four, three, two, one, just simply do the thing. Before even a thought enters your head, you simply do it. Because when your body takes that action, you, you have this shift inside your mind. And your brain, you trick your brain into saying, oh, you know what? I did it before. I've done it before. Which is when you look in the future, you said, oh, I've did it before. I can do it again. You just force yourself to, 
you know, take that action before that belief or that thought enters your head. I think that's that's also a really cool thing to give try. So taking action before you even have a thought coming towards it would really help a lot. Okay, so so far we've covered a lot of things, Melina, and I'm super excited to have learned so much and share this with the people that will be listening. Um, so let's really go back. We've mentioned at the start self-limiting beliefs. What are they? But what are the common examples of self-limiting beliefs that people face, you know, every day in life? Yeah, I think the most common ones, um, and I've dealt with them myself, are um, that you feel like you're not good enough, that you are not beautiful enough, or that you're not worthy of being successful that you're not worthy of um being loved yeah those are the most common ones i think yeah and it's so um i don't want to use the word simple but it's it is they're so simple things that i mean it's like something that everyone faces yeah but uh people that overcome them they are the ones that really get ahead in life and and then reach that success and uh, if if these are the only things that you can work on for the rest of your life then you would start becoming a better person because when you limit your beliefs you limit your potential you limit your potential you limit opportunities you limit opportunities you limit your growth so they're all very much linked together so if you want to and success it doesn't have to be business just in life you want to become a better person then focus on your self-limiting beliefs and start working towards improving them and you can rewind this episode save it and whenever you feel like you need to review it by all means review it and everything we talked about in this episode it's very easy to apply and very much um it's very useful and i want to end the episode now just uh which is part of a ritual that we do at I Improve and by giving people the exercise. So having talked about the tips and techniques and have shared about self-limiting beliefs, what exercise or exercises can the listeners out there perform to overcome the self-limiting belief? I would say if you um, think that you are having a limiting belief, write it down and ask yourself, when you decided that this is limiting you and then um, you can find the opposite one of this and write it down as well and then you can use this one as your affirmation your daily affirmation and you can practice this for um, a couple of days in a row (laughs) um, and see what happens and how you're already changing your mindset you're shifting your mindset and um, then, of course, start acting like this. Mm-hmm. And I think the key thing here is to also, when you're writing down, is uh, measuring that progress as well. Yeah. So maybe writing it down would help, but if you want to do journaling on that, which means you write it down, but then you review it, but then you also you know, write a change to it. So um, to specify even further, could be that you want to get better at speaking in front of an audience 
and uh, you have this belief so you write it down and then afterwards you write down what melinda said which is a counter belief to that but then next to that you write down an action you're going to take the micro action i call it don't just go go out there speak to thousands of people at once probably 10 people 15 people in a group public environment so do those many actions and just tick them off the list so and measure your progress and then go back to that journal and see how you've done see that you have this limiting belief two months ago three months ago and progressively after each week how how far you've come and what do you feel about that belief now and write down the change in belief that you face which i think would be an amazing exercise for everyone to perform i do something very similar as i mentioned before but uh, applying this kind of template would be really cool and what i will do is i will create this template and i'll put it on the description box below so you people can download it and i'll also share on my instagram so by all means have a look at it and melina will do the same i think it'll be really cool exercise for people to try and i would love to hear to all the people listening out there your progress and the change you've made so i think that would help a lot of people yes it will i'm sure <laughs> superb this is the end of the episode and uh, it's been a more than a pleasure to have you on the episode melina and uh we were discussing before the episode went before we went on air melina would like to come again so <laughs> i'm more than happy for you to come back and uh, we talk about something very different but uh, relevant to central movement i think that would help a lot so and before we end the episode let's just tell people where they can find you yes um as my website is still under construction, um, the best place to get in contact with me would be Instagram. Um, so this is at Melina Voltar. I think you might write it down somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll put it in the description box below so Perfect. we can get in touch with you. Yes. And uh, everything we discuss, so you don't miss out on anything. And uh, that's pretty much it. So thank you once again, Melina, and I shall speak to you soon. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Thank you for listening to this episode and I really hope you enjoyed it. Now, if you found today's episode useful and you feel like someone else can also benefit from it, please do share it with your friends and family and pay it forward. You never know whose life you may be able to improve or impact by simply sharing such content. Also, I would really appreciate it if you can subscribe, rate and comment on this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to this on. It really helped me understand how useful these episodes are for you and give me the momentum to keep providing you with top quality content for future improved episodes. Now, before you go, I want you to ask yourself if you're ready to take the next step and upgrade your life. And if the answer to that is yes, and you are someone that's been looking to make that change in your life for some time now, but you feel like you're missing that motivation, you feel like you're missing the energy, the confidence or those skills, then I'm here to help you. I'll be happy to support you from start to finish and work with you personally, one-on-one, -on -one, over the phone, through video chat or face-to-face, -face, so I can ignite that inner fire that will help you excel at your relationships, become a social rock star, own it at your job, in your business, and leave that long-lasting impression wherever you go. Now, I know that sounds amazing, and trust me, it's very much possible. I've worked with dozens of clients to help make that change in their life, and I can do it for you. All you have to do is just email me, Priyank, at iimprove at outlook.com. Or you can simply just DM me on my Instagram at P-R-I-Y-A-N-K dot iimprove and drop me a message and I'll be happy to have a chat with you and get you started on this amazing journey of self-improvement. I'll speak to you in the next episode.